Blog Talk Radio. Radio. This is Amethyst. War with the world, but at least I'm a peace with myself. Fuck diamonds and pearls, point me to the keys to the world. Where you was at when they turned their back and I needed some help? Can't no nigga speak for me, speak for myself. I didn't got anything, got the mud, but I played it like everything was all good. I was in the trenches, trapping, selling yay. Clip with extensions, nigga, I don't play. Before the studio and putting raps together, me and Julio, we used to trap together. We used to take trips down, nigga, Kentucky. Praying that the laws will stop us with the puppy. Praying that the laws will stop us put the dogs on us. They gon' set us both up the river. Me deep in the water, I was with the sharks trying to stay afloat like a swimmer. So I got the peas all in the inner tube and we stash dope in the fender. You eat and get eight, don't get in my way. I'm lonely and hungry, so don't be my dinner, nigga. So, okay, you wanna see some macho shit? I'm the most macho nigga out here. I'm the most, I thought you niggas knew. I'm the most thuggish nigga out here. I'm a whole, I have no motherfucking fear. I have no fear. I have only ambition, and I want mine, and I will do anything to protect and feed my family. Just a young nigga, I come from ground zero, was stuck at the bottom. It made me go crazy, them street niggas raised me, no mother, no father. I hit me some stains and give me some change, I ain't have a dollar. The hatred don't faze me no more. For me to say, really, I don't pop shit, I just drop shit. And this a hit like Drake Drizzy. Paramedics pick them up. Someone call the coroner to zip them up. You fuck with a warrior, so keep up. Coming from Peoria to East Bluff. Hey, he fool, but he keep tool. Got it on you, but if it ain't in you, I find out you eating and I can't eat with you. Then I gotta put you on the menu, nigga. I thought you niggas knew, man. You know, I'm, I go by the name of Rich P. Avalon. I'm the richest nigga out here, you feel me? Yeah, man, I ain't got no fear. I just got a bag on me, man. I check it every time, you feel me? Rules of the rich. You know what it is. Welcome to OG Radio. This is Amethyst, sitting in for Mr. AKA as guest host tonight. As usual, you'll be able to tune in to some music from Chicagoland artists, followed by the Caramel Reply with Amethyst advice segment that would begin at 9.15. Call in and chat with me. The number is 516-666-9826. I want to start by saying happy Friday. We made it. I know that for some of you, the work week has been pretty hectic, but now you get a chance to relax and enjoy your weekend a little bit. So we're going to get the music started. So I'm going to play a new song for you. It is by Little TK featuring WTG Vita. (laughs) 
to be your blessing. Aquarius, straight flexing. Let this pussy be your blessing. Then I met a Capricorn. He was too stubborn. But he said he gonna make my head hurt. Put that dick up inside my hair, me over, and make my knees burn. Radio. This is Amethyst. Again, I'm sitting in for Mr. AKA as guest host tonight. Again, if you would like to chat with me, the phone number is 516-666-9826. As you know, we only have a couple of weeks left in December. So we're going to be on Christmas break very soon. And I know that a lot of you still have a couple of last-minute gifts that you probably need to get for, whether it's your friends, family, or loved ones. So here are a few things that you could check out, whether it's to pick up any last-minute gifts or just to get yourself into the Christmas season. So they have what's called Zoo Lights at the Lincoln Park Zoo. I've actually been there myself, and I would say that it's a fun experience that they have a lot of attractions for you to see, um, a different um, light shows. They have a lot of good photo opportunities there, but I would suggest depend on 
what time that you may go to, definitely make sure that you dress warm because it can get pretty cold. But when I went last year, that they did have a lot of the animals were still out um, on display that you were able to see them still. So I would suggest that you all try that out. Usually they have it where it's like an adult theme pop-up. So it's a little bit like, I don't know if you heard of Jack's Pumpkin Pop-Up, but that's something that you could definitely check out. They also have something that's called Holiday Magic, where they have even more um, light displays that you can see. And usually it's synchronized to music. They also have what's called the Chris Kendall Market. Now, this is definitely the spot to find some of those good Christmas gifts. Um, they usually have hot cocoa, um, hot wine, and things of that nature that you can also look at while you're shopping. So that would be an interesting opportunity. And sometimes they have like a smaller version of that in Wrigleyville and in other areas. And they also have a lot of different events that come to pop up. Um, I think that they're doing it this year, but you should definitely want to take, check out the skating rink at Millennium Park. That would definitely be an entertaining activity to try out. And again, on that note, before we get to the music, um, I do have a guest tonight. His name is J.R. Smooth, and we're going to get to his interview within a couple of minutes. And also, oh, I did mention earlier that the Caramel Reply will begin at 9.15. It's actually going to be pushed back a little bit, so I will do the interview first before we actually get to the Caramel Reply. Welcome to OG Radio. This is Amethyst hey. calling. Hey, Amethyst. This is Jeff. How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm doing okay. Doing good. Good. Thanks so much for uh, having me. I, I heard you filling in tonight. I appreciate you. Yes. And you said that your name is Jeff. So you yep. are J.R. Smooth. Smooth. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So tell me a little bit about yourself. I assume that you are an artist. Absolutely. And I also have the writer of Vibe on uh, the phone with me as well, Mr. Thomas Ellis. Thomas, what's up? What's going on, brother? What's going on? Topcast News, the group in the building. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about um, a little bit about your background in music, exactly how did you decide that you wanted to be an artist? So oh, tell me a little bit about so, the process. Yeah, so um, I've been around music my whole life. The short story is my mom, she tells it best. She says when I was three years old, I was singing my little heart out to Whitney Houston in the car seat, saving all my love. And she mm-hmm. turned her head and said, this little boy can actually hold a note. And 
From there, um, I was singing in countless choirs. I got a chance to sing in the All-City Choir at Whitney Young. Um, I went to uh, Beasley um, Elementary School in St. Alabama. Shout out to both of those schools. And then from there, um, I sang in several church choirs and then decided, you know what, after graduating from Mount Carmel High School, Southside Stand Up, um, I went to Morehouse College in Atlanta and decided to become a vocal performance major and rocked out. But in the midst of that time frame in which I took singing seriously, I had my big brother, Thomas Ellis, who was on the phone. I was watching his footsteps and seeing kind of the, the footprint that he was leaving. And I was 13 years old when I first met Thomas, and he's also a writer, a dope singer, as well as a producer. You name it. He got so many slashes in his titles. It's crazy. Um, and mm-hmm. I was watching him in the studio, and I was like, you know what? I want to do that one day. Like, I want to I want to make music, and I want to, you know what I mean, kind of just kind of, you know, uh, leave my legacy or leave my footprint in, in this world that we call life. So um, I was sitting in the house, you know, and that brings us to the present. I was sitting in the house during the quarantine just like everybody else, and I was figuring out, man, you know, what can I do while I got some time on my hands? And I made a bucket list, and one of those bucket lists is in two years I'll be 40. And I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. Before before I turn 40, I want to make an album. And I've never, you know, completed anything musically before. And I said I wanted to record a full album. And I reached out to my mentor, and he was gracious enough to not only take the call, but came ten toes ready, ten toes down, and was like, yo, we're going to make this this album. And that's when I reached out to Thomas and Topcast Music Group, and we decided to come together for this first single, Vibe. And, um, yeah, the mm-hmm. rest is history, man. We we got our new project coming out. It's going to be called Nervous. And I'm excited for my very first project to be released to the world um, next year in 2022. Mm-hmm. So for your upcoming project called Nervous, did you have mm-hmm. a specific story or announcement that you would like to make to the world? So this is kind of like your debut, so to speak. Definitely, definitely, man. Well, first and foremost, to anybody, and it doesn't have to be just about music, um, if you have an idea or a dream or just a thought, you know what I mean, definitely put that into action. You know, one of the things that's unique about this album for me personally is that, you know, it was something that I set as a goal and then I followed through on, you know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. so many times, you know, people feel like, you know, well, whether they don't, they, they don't feel like they sing like Beyonce or, you know, Usher or Chris Brown, you know, I would tell them, you know, find your voice, you know what I mean? And me and Thomas talk about that all the time is that, you know, right. you don't have to right. sound like somebody else. Sound like you. And mm-hmm. if you have a goal, if you have a desire, see that dream, see that, 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 that goal to the end. And I, I think it's that much more fulfilling. So to answer your question, my announcement to the world is I'm here, y'all. You know what I mean? Like J.R. Smooth is here. Um, I want to get back to that 90s nostalgic feel because I definitely got the ugly 90s R&B face. You could thank KC from Jodeci <laughs> and Wanye from Boys to Men because if I'm in my glow, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to have the ugly 90s R&B face for sure. But, no, I'm here, man, and I hope they receive the music, and I, I really just want to leave my imprint. So what is your catchphrase since you said that you like to do the <laughs> 90s ugly face? So you know they have the ooh yeah, and then they have the yeah, which is two totally different things. So what do you use? (laughs) 
Well, you know what? That's a good question, you know, because me and Thomas talk about that, too. Like, man, you know, I ain't got the, the Trey song. Yeah, I ain't got none of that, you know. No Usher baby in the beginning. So, so, so it, it might it might not be the ooh yeah, it might be the hey yeah. No, nah, I don't know if I'm okay. on the song. What's going on, everybody? This is J.R. Smooth. Hey yeah. No, bro, it don't it don't fit. I, don't like I ain't it. talking about the tag. I'm talking about the <laughs> hey yeah. That one. oh that's that's Trey Song. They took it already. They took it. It's gone. You gotta find something. I'm, I'm gonna have to find my own little tagline uh, sound effect. Because <laughs> everybody got one. <laughs> this sounds good. So, have you ever performed live before? I know you said that you haven't actually had the chance to get a project together, but have you done, like, any live performances? Yeah, I definitely have. Um, so, I was a promoter in Chicago for 15 years. Uh, my, my marketing company is Sky Level Enterprise. Shout out to my company, um, but yeah, Chicago knows me very well. Um, born and raised, as I said, mm-hmm. on the south side. I was able to promote everywhere from downtown to the south suburbs to you name it. Um, and uh, within the last five years, I did my first R&B live showcase. It was called the R&B Experience, and we were at spots like the Promontory. We was at spots like Municipal downtown and all over the city mm-hmm. of Chicago, and we did a live band. And um, I was the host of that, so I, I also kind of know exactly how you've been sitting in that seat as a host and interviewing celebrities and other artists because I also do that as well. And I put the show mm-hmm. together with some really talented singers uh, throughout Chicago. Um, another one of the artists that I work with, major shout-out to Jamel Michael Lewis, um, who he was also, um, you know, graced the stage with me as well. Um, my homegirl, Rebecca Wilson, who's an amazing singer as well. Um I was able to, you know, kind of host this, the show, but also kind of let people know just a little bit that I could sing and perform a little live too. So, you know, that was my thing, and that's another reason why the, the album is called Nervous because, you know, it, it encompasses so many of my my real feelings of putting out music. I was always nervous that like people wasn't going to think I could sing or didn't think I could sing or I was going to suck or whatever. So, that's one of those things where, you know, again, full circle. Um, that's what this project is about. So. Perform Alive is something I'm looking forward to. Uh, Thomas and myself mm-hmm. actually have an a upcoming Valentine's Day show that we are going to be performing live in Chicago. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to, you know, not only performing my own original music, but some of those, uh, you know, familiar tunes and familiar songs as well. Mm-hmm. So who would you say that some of your musical influences were? Oh, man. Um some of my favorite musical influences, and you could probably hear it in my music as well. And Thomas gets on me all the time, like, man, stop trying to sound like this person, sound like Jeff. Um, but yeah, I would say uh, Brian McKnight for sure. Um, I would mm-hmm. definitely say Boys to Men, the group. I would say uh, Stevie Wonder, Jamie Foxx, Tank. Um, mm-hmm. And the list is so, so oh, and I, I'm almost forgetting my most influential person is Luther Vandross. So those those combinations mm-hmm. of people is, is definitely what you you'll hear within my music or within my voice I should say, but uh you know I I just love R and B I you know it's very rare that I can you know listen to rap all day you know what I mean and it's not a shot against hip hop or rap because obviously we the culture and we love that but I can I can mm-hmm. literally listen to R and B all day long twenty four seven so. Yeah. So can you tell me like a sneak 
peak when you and Thomas got together? Like, what idea that you all had in mind for the sound? Like, what, what signature you, sound did you want to put together? Yeah, so I thought that that was very important. Being that, that all the people that he named, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Trey Songs, Chris Brown, you, you already have those artists. So it's not that we, you're going to sound like someone. Everyone sounds like someone, but I thought it was very important that we identify his sound, that we identify uh, what the quality of music will sound like from from track one to track 12 to keep the consistency and the quality of the production at A1 because um, it's mm-hmm. very important. Being that he's an independent artist, uh, that his project is able to stand right next to, and this is a bold statement, but I believe if you're not going to do this, then why do it? that it should stand next to an Amarion album, a Chris Brown album, production-wise, engineering-wise, mm-hmm. writing, writing-wise. So this is actually what we're after, to capture that. Um, again, going back to the independent statement, we don't have the major label uh, budget to uh, have the support of that. You can call in some of your A-list people to work on this project. So what we're doing is we're, we're, we're drawing from our uh, support group, our being the company that we work with, which is Top Cast Music Group, yeah. um, to handle the production, be that uh, going outside to get production or bringing production in from inside the camp. So, so mm-hmm. that external producers as well as internal producers and, and writers to, to make this happen. And so, Essentially, what you're seeing in the Vibe song is a uh, Top Cats Music Group production along with the producer. There was an external producer on that, and we also uh, was able to have that song recorded here in Chicago. Um, and mm-hmm. shout out to Yale. Uh, Definitely shout out to Yale. Yeah, for helping us with that. And so that, that's what after. That, that, if, I can, if I can say sneak peek, I said a little, but I said a lot. So we're trying mm-hmm. to bring that nostalgia back to that 90s era. We're, we're, we're bringing back concepts and theory to songs, and we're touching some areas that people don't want to talk about. But it's definitely mm-hmm. going to be good music, and we're not half-stepping on, on any of this. Absolutely. You know, so you, we're, we're, we're coming after quality first. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, definitely. Thomas, I have another question for you. So who are some okay. other artists that you may have worked with that people may be familiar with? And don't be modest, man. Go ahead and, and call <laughs> out some names, brother. Name drop. It's okay. <laughs> well, um, I've I've been blessed to work with a couple of people. I'll name I'll name a couple. Producer by the name of No ID. Um, he's a producer. Um, Mike Snotty, Make It Hot, Music Group. Uh, he's done some work with a bunch of people in the industry. Uh, he's hot right mm-hmm. now. Blaze Champ, Blaze the Champ. Um, he did Day 26. I'm gonna put it on you. Uh, I know uh, one of the songs that Mike did. I can name off the top of my head is uh, uh, P Diddy's uh, "Loving You No More." I think they did that. What was that? Dirty Money. I know he did that mm-hmm. track. He did. He also did. Uh, uh, what's his name? Girl, I want you to know. I can't get you out of my head. But what's the artist? It's Trey Song. Mm-hmm. It's Trey Song. Sing it. But the artist is the rapper. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't think of his name right now. He's from Chicago, too. Lupe Fiasco. Uh, right. It is a rapper on that. Lu- Lupe Fiasco. Lupe, Lupe Fiasco. Fiasco. You're Thank sure you. right. Thank you. Yeah, that's all. He did that track. So I had an honor working with a, a lot of people um, and been writing songs for, for people as well. So, um, Like it's Carl been Thomas. A, <laughs> you know, see, I told you he wasn't going to name drop because we both are humble, and that's what I'm te- I have to remind him sometimes, man. It's a big deal that you been able to test a lot of people and work with a lot of people. So he's worked with mm-hmm. and wrote for Carl Thomas. Um, who else? Who else you, you didn't actually had a chance to write for or sing with? Oh, uh, man. It, it's, it's, it's slipping my mind right now, actually. Um, but definitely I've, I've had an opportunity to work with uh, some people uh, in the industry and, and, and sing with um, also Donald Lawrence. Uh, the recording choir mm-hmm. uh, at Living Word Christian, and I was a part of that. So I've been blessed to uh, have my hands engulfed in, in some things musically um, that really has has blessed me and helped me to prepare for what we're doing right now. Even uh, vocal mm-hmm. lessons, uh, you know, at an at a young age with Dr. Lena McLean, she trained the Brad uh, to rap a, a breathe professionally. Um, a bunch of people, you know, that has been successful. Uh, in the music industry as well. Um, so that's essentially, in a nutshell, uh, my my background, um, along with mm-hmm. uh, being a student in the SAE Institute in Chicago uh, for audio engineering, and also I'm a uh, uh, Berkeley Music Online student as well. So um, so when I tell you that we're trying to go for quality, that's exactly what we have to, you know. Absolutely. This isn't a roll the dice mm-hmm. to see what we get. We we know what we need to get and we and we coming after it song wise too. Hundred percent. Okay, this sounds great. I have one last question for both of you actually. As of today, do you have a I would say whether it's a song or you say that you did production, would you say that you have something that you feel is the most personal that you either written or I could say maybe the beat was the inspiration for something that was personal. Man, this this entire album, um, Nervous, is going to be exactly what you just said, personal. It's, it's going to be something that I, I bled on for sure, you know. Um, you know, one of the things that we often try to encompass in this music is sometimes it's not Jeff's song, right? So, example, when uh, Confessions first came out, you know, everybody thought Usher was talking about his life. But behind the scenes, it was actually Jermaine Dupri's story, and nobody really knew mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. He performed it, but you know what I mean? It was actually Jermaine Dupri's story. So, you know, with the titled, um, you know, project that I'm coming out with, Nervous, you know, it's really about whomever is going through things. You know what I mean? We we got a lot of love stories in, on this album. We got some, a couple, you know, saying tracks where, you know, we we, we even aren't afraid to touch about, you know, our relationship with God because, I mean, I would not be here and God is ahead of my life, you know what I mean? So even though it's R&B, as Thomas would say, we got to make the, the songs for my mama, too, to smile as well. So we got a little combination of everything, um, from relationship issues to praising God to talking about vibing and meeting this woman that I want to just vibe with and get to know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we cover all the spectrums of what it is to be a mature male adult. I'm bringing grown folks' music back, you know what I'm saying? And there's no knock against the younger generation. I'm just talking about myself, you know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. That sounds great because nothing's like the classic R&B where it takes wow. you back to a place. You know how it is yeah. like when you hear a song you haven't heard forever on the radio, but it's just I'm like you, you heard it just yesterday. Yeah, right. or just remember, you remember where you were at at that particular time. Like if if you played this particular song, it takes you back to high school or it takes you back to elementary school. You remember what car you were in. You remember what clothes mm-hmm. you were wearing, that era. You know, that's, that's, that's the goal. You know, if we could create timeless music or nostalgic type of music, you know, that's awesome, you know. Well, I think a lot of that is going to uh, derivate from the arrangements and the writing, too, along with that music. You know, uh, even though we have some of this trap soul that's going on, you Definitely. know, I don't think anybody's trying to think about, you know, creating a, uh, what, we, what do we call it? Timeless music, you know, mm-hmm. at, at, at this point. So even vibe right now, it's, just a, it's, it's a hard summer song, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so that's, that's what we have to write them songs that will stick with you and stay with you as you grow as an artist from this album to the next album. For example, Mary J. Blige is on, I don't know what album she's on, but people are still talking about my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the point I'm making. You want them to still be loving you now, but still be talking about what you did back then. Absolutely. That sounds great. So I'm actually about to bring Mr. AKA in, and then after that, we're actually going to play Vibe by J.R. Smooth featuring Sinatra. That's awesome. Hey, yo, yo, what is up? What's up? It's your boy, Mr. AKOG Radio, man. Hey, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to Amethyst. She is doing an amazing job tonight. Definitely. Normally, we do the show together. But unfortunately, I am DJing my auntie's birthday party. So uh, shout out to my auntie Chris and my uncle Kevin. It's their birthday. It's their 50th birthday. I just want to shout that out birthday. real quick. Happy birthday. <laughs> so wait a minute, uh, wait a honestly, minute. Is, man. Is your, auntie, is your auntie by you? Oh, no, no, no. She ain't by me. She's partying right now. She got a drink in her hand. We would have sang happy birthday to her. See? You got two hey, R&B look, tracks hey. on the phone. You could have sang happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Look, she's going to hit a playback anyway, so she know what it is, man. But, it man, is. real talk, man, I, I appreciate y'all for coming on the show tonight, man. Um, man honestly, uh, man, I appreciate it. Uh, me and me and J.I., man, I think we got, a like, one of the relationships to where it's like, I know you through a mutual one of my, one of my guys, my guy Sinatra. Yep. So, um, we, met, yes, we met that way. Um, yep. Like I said, and then from there, you know, he already know what it is between me and Sinatra. That's, that's like my bro. And when y'all Absolutely. came to me with it, when you told me that you were doing music, and he was like, yeah, bro, hey, send, send OG Radio. And yep, ever since then, man, it's been amazing, bro. That song is doing amazing numbers. Oh, man, uh, the video is going to be on OG TV's next episode. So look out okay. for that okay. in the next Love, couple bro. of Appreciate days. You'll see that. Um, also, yeah. man, everybody know I do a Valentine's Day mixtape, OG Radio uh, Music for Love. So, I'm already gonna pull some. I'm, I'm already gonna pull some music from you, Jr. So you drop right. something before Valentine's Day or whatever happens. I need to make sure you be on that mixtape, man. So I'm gonna make sure that happens. You know, we gonna we gonna definitely definitely do that, man. Um, before y'all get into the song, I'm gonna be back. I'm gonna go back to DJing. I'm gonna be back around like 10, 15, 10, 20, because me and Amethyst still gonna do the common reply. We got some good 
And if y'all want to stick around, y'all definitely can stick around too, man, because we got some good topics, man, and everything else like that, man. I just wanted to drop in and highlight y'all real quick, man, while I was doing man, that's love, while I was bro. DJing. Appreciate you, man. Man, I, I appreciate y'all for stopping through, man. Like I said, man, it's just a lot of amazing things that's going on with what I'm doing with OG Radio, man. And um, honestly, I sprung this on Amethyst at the last minute, and she was doing an amazing job, even though I got, I got her back. I'm, I'm, I'm doing double the work. Like I said, I've been trying to control the boards and everything else like that, but she really don't need my she really don't need my help. She, I'm multitasking, but like I said, man, with amazing people like her, uh, Radio Rail, Genesis, B Trey, and the rest of the team, man, we we're making this episode, this show, work to perfection right now, man. And I definitely I want to tell Amethyst, I am I am 100 proud of you. But I already know you you've been doing this, so you know what I'm saying. I can't really you know what I'm saying treat you like you an amateur, you a professional at what you're doing right now. So I just appreciate you able to take this moment and do my show for me and just hold it down for us tonight. So y'all go ahead and introduce this new joint. I'm going to be back around like 1030 for the uh, common reply. Uh, I get at y'all, man. I'm, I'm still listening while I'm DJing. So, you know, it is what it is, man. My dude, appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you showing us all love. No problem. Absolutely. Yes, and you are welcome. And again, we're going to introduce the new song by J.R. Smooth. You can go ahead and introduce it if you like. Oh, for sure, for sure. So this is my very first single ever. It's called Vibe, and it's featuring my brother Sinatra. Shout out to Sinatra. Also, shout out to my brother Thomas Ellis that's on the line with me right now. We came together. We created this uh, masterpiece called Vibe. You guys check it out. That's the video. Baby 
that midnight Lambo. When you outside, you ain't gotta bring no clothes. Girl, whatever you need, you know we gon' strike. Baby, it's on me. I wanna chill with you. Just trying to keep it real with you. Girl, what's the deal with you? Need it, I gotta holler at the body. I wanna know when you're mine this night. Girl, if you're choosing, you better be choosing right. It's a whole lot of girls that want your spot. But if you spread them thighs, I'ma end up deep aside. I know you got a man at home, but he always on the go. And he cheating on the low. Girl, just come even up the score. Now I'm like, look what that dick did. Catch you a dick did. Screaming, oh my God, oh my God. Now you want to be a Christian. And yeah, the devil wears Prada. And sometimes Balenciaga and baddies I done had plenty. But you? I will eat it through the fancy. And girl, Rihanna will be proud of you. Way I put it down for you. This is a one of a kind type of vibe. We need to hang. Don't need a noose. I got the juice. And even if we never end up together, girl, this is the truth. I just want to vibe with you. Welcome back to OG Radio. I'm your host, Amethyst. And again, that was the latest song from J.R. Smooth called Vibe featuring Sinatra. And again, if anybody would like to call in and join us, again, that phone number is 516-666-9826. J.R., are you still there? I'm still here. Appreciate that love, guys. I really do. I really do. Definitely, yes, definitely, I enjoyed the song. From from what I can oh. hear, I can hear just a little bit of like a tank vibe mixed with Carl Thomas, so I can see That's how so they funny. are your influences. <laughs> That's so funny. Cause those are two of my favorite artists too, Carl Thomas and Tank. That's funny. <laughs> I'm glad I can hear it a, a little Hello. bit, like 
the the way you say certain words, it sounds like tank. But yeah, then the I can't, way I can't get rid of my Chicago accent. It's like Carl Thomas. Mm-hmm. Salute to the general. Yeah, absolutely, salute to Tank for sure. But yeah, man, I, I definitely want to give a shout, a, a shameless plug, if that's okay. Mhm. Cool, cool, cool. I definitely want to again thank Thomas and Topcast Music Group uh, for helping me come together on this collab. Shout out to Yayo as well, Miami Beatwave. I actually recorded the song in two different studios, so half of my verse and, and everything was recorded in Chicago at Yayo Studio, and Sinatra's verse was actually in Miami. Um, at Miami Beatwave, so that's how this whole collaboration came through. But definitely want to make sure that the, all the artists in Chicago know that you know Topcast Music Group doesn't just have to work with me. They have so many resources, and I'm not one of those people that just holds my cards close to the chest and not willing to put on other artists. So you guys are always mm-hmm. showing love to Chicago artists. So if they want to get in touch with Topcast Music Group, they can email them at Topcast Music Group. That's spelled T O P P. Uh, C-A-T-T-S music group at gmail.com somebody will get back to you if you guys are looking for production if you guys are looking for writers if you're looking for singers myself Thomas we actually have uh, quite a few people that they can reach out to to sing hooks on the tracks for you know hip-hop artists we definitely are looking to collaborate or if they just need you know some help getting their album out and don't know how to distribute it you know what I mean they have so many resources that I was just blown away with because this new digital age, I didn't know what I was doing when I first got there. But mm-hmm. Topcast Music Group definitely helped me get my project together and get it out. So if any artist in Chicago or worldwide uh, that's listening right now needs someone to help with their projects, make sure they reach out to them. And, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. And, you know, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is SkyLevelJeff. Um, I also am on TikTok at uh J.R. Smooth is spelled S-M-O-O-V-E because somebody took the name Hater. But um, I'm definitely <laughs> on all social media platforms. Uh, so, yeah, definitely get into it. Thomas, you want to plug yourself, man? You got any social media handles you want to put out there? We can... I think you're on mute, bro. there, Thomas. <laughs> That's okay. I know his. You can find him. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Okay, my bad. Yeah, we're good on that. They they get you. Uh, they got me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the email is there. Uh, or you can uh, reach out to me on uh, Facebook too. Also, Topcast. There it is. Sounds great. I want to thank you all for calling in tonight. And sharing your music with us, and also a little bit about your background. Absolutely. Thank you guys for providing us with a lot of good information. Shout out, to, shout out to OG Radio. So you both, you guys are doing a phenomenal job. If you guys need us for your mixtape for for Valentine's Day, you can count on us. I definitely have no problem serenading for a date because I am Bayless on Valentine's Day. So maybe <laughs> <laughs> that sounds sound like an OG Radio concept. Yeah, there it is, know. bro. Yeah, there it is, a first-time OG radio contest. You know how homeless people say, well, well uh, do something for change, I will sing for a date. That's what I will do. So you can count on mm-hmm. me for that. <laughs> okay, that sounds even better. So how about the person who wins, somebody makes a small contribution to a charity. It doesn't have to be anything major. How about a small wager to a charity? I think that would be nice. 
that'll work. I'm, I'm down for that. And then you can start. The charity is called InMyPocket.com. So I'll have my... <laughs> I'll have my... I'll be confused, man, bro. Oh, 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 other charities. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay, no problem, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can definitely go to the charity. Jeff love the kids. <laughs> Okay, so well, Black, I want to thank I, I, you guys for uh, tuning in. Mm-hmm. Well, before we go, before we go, I just want to tell you, uh, as, as you already said, you did a great job, you know, hosting and uh, interviewing, and thank you for having us also. I just want to let you know. Absolutely. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Most definitely, most definitely. Thanks. Thanks again for having us. And again, Go Stream Vibe is everywhere on all music platforms, and the video is also on YouTube. So, Vibe featuring Sinatra and JR Smooth. Cop that. Definitely. Take care. Have a good night. Thanks. You too. Peace. So, we are going to keep it moving. And as promised, we are going to get to the caramel reply. You are now tuned in to the caramel reply with Anna. What's your scoop? Good evening, and welcome to the caramel what's your scoop reply segment with Amethyst. If this is your first time tuning in, let me explain a little bit about this advice segment. If you have a story, question, or topic that you would like for me to give my opinion, you can send me an email at the caramel reply with amethyst at gmail.com. Don't worry, you can remain anonymous. Also, this segment is not just open to relationship issues. Other topics are welcome. Question number one. The topic is, is there enough love to go around? I received a story from Barbara C. Barbara, what's your scoop? She said, I've always been a daddy's girl. I grew up with both parents showering me with their love. Although they split and it really hurt. My dad never allowed their differences to come between his love for me. It's one of those situations whereas your parents love each other but could not learn to get along. So they decided to love each other enough not to put me in the middle of their issues. They were best friends and created me out of the love they shared, which I am proud of, but the situation changed. My dad has a new girlfriend who he plans to marry one day. In the beginning, I didn't like anything about her. Although she is well-educated, smart, kind, loving, and she appears to genuinely love my dad, I did give her a hard time at first being nasty, smirky, and disrespectful. No matter what, she never disrespected me and was always kind. First, I was mad because I blamed her for my parents' separation and my dad being separated from me. Even though he told me and showed me I had nothing to fear from her entering our lives, my dad reassured me by saying, 
No one can ever take my love from you. My mom seems to be okay on the surface, but I know she's hurt and still loves my dad. Maybe not in love, but she still loves and cares for him. She says as long as he's happy, she's good. As time went on, I began to see my dad's new girlfriend as a friend. We had a talk, and since then, my attitude has changed towards her. We do things together and have fun whenever I go over to the apartment she shares with my dad. She gives good advice and always has open arms to give me a hug when I need it. I am glad I decided to give her a chance. My problem is this. I don't want my mom to know that I like her and that my dad's girlfriend is cool. She's not trying to be my mom or replace my mom's place in my life. I am grateful for having my dad's girlfriend in my life, and I hope that my mom will be able to understand. Amethyst, what should I do? Hi, Barbara. Thanks for your submission. Girl, I want you to listen. Life is too short and chaotic to be stressful over trivial things. I understand. You're a daddy's girl. Realize and accept the fact that your dad deserves to be happy, and your mom does as well. I believe deep down you can have a small issue that you do not realize. A part of you may feel that your dad will abandon the family unit that he shares with you and your mom. Even though they are not a couple, you seem to feel that another relationship that does not include you and your mom will cause you all to be forgotten. You need to take the time to be sure you aren't confusing his love for you, your mom, and his significant other. Just because he has a new love does not mean he will stop loving you or love you any less. He can love each of you in his own way. It's important that you remember this because emotions constantly change. However, I feel that you should have a conversation with your dad and express your feelings to him. Tell him what your fears were or are and allow him to reiterate his emotions without prejudice. It appears that you have a connection with his new girlfriend, and I suggest you keep the lines of communication open with her. Allow her the opportunity to address her feelings, wants, and needs, and you do the same. When it comes to your mom, pick a time to talk to her and ask her to listen before she speaks. Tell her about how you're feeling towards your dad's new girlfriend and allow her to accept that your feelings have changed, no holds barred. I know you don't want to hurt her by expressing how you have become friendly with your dad's girlfriend, but the right understanding, she will have the opportunity to realize that she should not take it personally. Maybe you can make arrangements for you, her, and your dad's girlfriend to have a lunch date. In this way, everyone can air out their concerns and get to know each other. Your mom may be less likely to have resentment if she can see that she has no ill feelings towards her. Moms are naturally motherly, and they naturally have a mother instinct that causes them to have the urge to protect their young. So with that said, have the talk, relax, and be at peace. 
because they all love you, and that's sometimes a rare commodity. It is possible for exes to get along. For example, look at Bruce Willis and Demi Moore. They spent quarantine together with their daughters, even though they have been divorced for years. I hope this is helpful, and remember the three L's, love, live, and let go. And good luck. So now we are going to pick back up with the music for OG Radio. Again, we are playing Chicago Land Artists. And again, if you would like to call in and chat, that number is 516-666-9826. So next up, we have Carol Nicole Power. Power, 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 power
the new girlfriend, you know, is not trying to, you know, take over being her mom because she knows she has a mom and she could never take over uh, her biological mom's place, you know, although she can step in and, you know, give, you know, advice and, you know, and try to help her um, in that way. Um, uh-huh. You know, it's just sad that it's just sad that sometimes um, children and exes can prevent, you know, each other from having a normal life and being happy. And you know, and sometimes you know, it's just all about acceptance. Everybody is everybody is not bad, and for whatever uh-huh. reason, it seems like uh, her mom. And dad, they still love each other. Maybe they're they're not in love with each other anymore, but they still, you know, they still love each other. They're still friends, and um, I don't see why, you know, they all can't get along. You know, all situations should be that way. If parents break up, you know, the children should not be in the middle. And you know, and I think as long as the the, the, the significant other is like is nice. You know, um, uh-huh. you know, to the children, respectful yeah. and really love their dad. You know, they're you know they're not a witch and they're not causing problems. And you know, and same you know with the mom. You know, if the mom can just you know accept you know and move on, that he has another relationship and don't try to you know, uh, you know, stick pins and needles. You know, um, you know, and the new girlfriend and cause all type of conflicts, but I think they really do uh-huh. need to sit down as a unit and, you know, and, and you know, um, and talk. And uh, 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 I uh-huh. think, you know, that she should um, go to her mom and, you know, and try to explain the situation. I know she's afraid. It feels like she's afraid that her mom is going to feel hurt. She's going to feel abandoned. Uh, she's going to think uh-huh. that she doesn't love her anymore. But, you know, she has room in her heart, you know, for more than um, – one person, and I don't think that um, anyone in that situation, you know, should feel neglected. Nobody should feel uh, upset. Nobody should feel like, oh, well, I have to keep my feelings, you know, to myself because, you know, I love my mom mm-hmm. so much, and I don't want my mom to know that uh, my dad's girlfriend is, is actually cool. And it seems like, you know, the dad is a real cool dude. You know, it seems like, you know, he's not going to let, you know, anything, you know, come in between his relationship with his daughter or his, you know, um, you know, um, baby's mom. But I think, you know, everybody needs to sit down, you know, and maybe talk, and, you know, maybe the two females can get together, maybe and have lunch or coffee or, you know, whatever, you know, they would like to do. And, you know, just, you know, just discuss, you know, guidelines and, you know, and, um, you know, just, you know, just be respectful, you know, of each other and know that, you know, everybody, you know, is important. And, you know, don't hurt, you know, anybody's feelings. And if they get kind of crazy or whatever, you know, just take a step back and say, well, you know, just just, just let me calm down a minute. But, you know, as long as she's not mistreating her daughter, because nobody's going to, you know, accept that. And from the looks of it, it doesn't, doesn't seem like the dad, will, you know, will allow that to happen anyway. So I think she's in a good place. And I'm glad that she, yeah, I'm glad she grew up a little bit and, you know, decided to, you know, Give her a chance, and I really think uh-huh. she needs to talk to her mom, and she needs to clear her head so that she can be happy and know that it's okay, you know, if you, you know, if you love someone else. Uh-huh. Yes, I think so because uh, a lot of time I feel that people often have to make things separate, 
Um, it's like I was talking about um, a couple of weeks ago. Someone had mentioned about how would you feel if you had to dictate if your child would be with their father or their mother for the holidays, and that could be where they have to go out of state or they could be in state or you might just not spend the holiday with that person. I think that people should be able to put their differences aside and be civil because it's so easy to be confined with so much of that negative energy and to be upset and to keep that hurt that you have, to keep it bottled in and locked up, when I don't see why they all can't do, like, family activities together. I I honestly don't see why they can't do that. It's because, from what it sounds like, that even though the mom and dad are no longer together, it didn't seem like that it was so ugly and volatile where they can't even speak or they couldn't even be in the same room long enough to give each other eye contact. It doesn't seem like it's that type of situation. So I really think that people should really try their hardest because it's just good for you, like, emotionally to be able to move past the hurt and be civil. Yeah, because nobody wants to, you know, spend well, they shouldn't want to spend their world life and affairs, you know, worried about um, what he's doing and, um, you know, and you getting on crazy. Oh, is it not you? I, 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 I'm not going to have your woman around my child. You know, and all this kind of crazy stuff. I'm going to bust your windows out your car, you know, and all kind of crazy. I'm going to let the air to tell put some sugar in your car. Now, she's not, you ain't going to see your daughter as long as you got that, you know, you got that B da 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 Most you got her with you. Uh-uh, no, it ain't going to happen. Why you got to even, why you even got to go on like that, you know? Because, you, I mean, the two of you is fighting, acting crazy. Nine times out of ten, he's probably standing upstairs looking out the bedroom window, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, looking at both of you acting a fool, you know, feeling his Wheaties and and can on, and then he probably, you know, telling you one thing and telling her something. And I believe that's why a lot of this this mess happened like that because because he be double dipping, you know. Oh, I don't talk to her. Oh, no, 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 no. She ain't in my life no more. But then on the other hand, you call her, baby. How you feel? How you doing? You need me to come over tonight and rub your feet? You know, I want to see my kids. You know, uh, it's midnight. You coming to see your kid in this midnight? What you mean? You ain't coming to see your kid in this midnight and your kids in bed. You know, so mm-hmm. then, oh, I, I I fell asleep and, and uh, I was asleep on the couch and I told her, uh-uh-uh, now ain't nothing going, but you're whispering in her, it's my baby, you know, I wish things could be different, you know, uh, I, I'm going to get rid of her. And then you going back over there to her telling her, she came on to me and all these lies and just going back and forth. <laughs> And that's why the women always want to fight each other. Uh-huh. But to me, and if it gets ugly like that, ladies, stop fighting each other. And whoop his ass. That's all I got to say. You heard it from me. That's how I feel about because if you stop him, let him know. See, he think we getting together, we taking our earrings off, putting Vaseline on our face, rolling up our pants and stuff like that, getting ready to, you know, get, you know, down and dirty. No, 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 no. 
have him to come outside. And when he come outside, jumping. Jumping. <laughs> and let him know. Let him know. I, I, no, 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 no. We're women and we're sticking together. Because guys, they stick together. They stick together, you know, they talk and keep up a bunch of crap and they lie. So women need to you know, need to stick together. But I'm glad this situation is not like that. And um, you uh-huh. know, if all situations was like that, it'll be more you know, it'll be more peaceful. The kids will be happy, you know, they won't mind going over dad's house, uh, you know, and coming back to mom's and, and um and then kids keep your mouth closed and don't be no he said, she said, you know, telling this and telling that she did this, she did keep your mouth uh-huh. closed as long as she ain't beating you or anything like that. You go to your dad. If, you know, if something is wrong and, um, you know, she's mistreating you or anything like that, you go to your dad. You don't have to go to your mom and tell your mom that. You go to your dad and you let him know, you know, what's going on. And if he's the right kind uh-huh. of dad, he'll nip it in the bud, he'll take care of it. You know what I'm saying? But if he one of those, oh, you just lying, he's going to take up for, you know, for the other woman. Then that's when you tell your mama. Not your, not your, not your mother. That's when you tell your mama, cause you know mama is gonna protect them cubs, and she coming, and she gonna be ready. She gonna be ready. Handle it, mama. Handle it. Only if it's necessary. Now, don't, 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 don't be going. You know, um, you know, giving us no bad name now, cause we ain't, we ain't fighting no over no dude unless they doing something to our younger. So other than that, I'm glad that situation, you know, you know, it's good. It's good. Yeah. And, you know, and I hope for her sake, you know, that, um, you know, uh, you know, it stays that way. And, you know, because sometimes daddy girls can be little brats, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, but uh, she was in the beginning. Yeah. But, um, you know. I, think, I think it depends because sometimes I think some daddy's girls, I think they bond over different things. So sometimes it depends on, I think the ones that really like the sports, they might not be as, I would say, daddy entitled as the ones who they might just bond over because they're the apple of their father's eye. So they make them feel extra special. As parents should, because mm-hmm. that's, that's their baby, so they should make her feel extra special. Yeah, but she should, you know, even still, you know, and then and then those are the, they're those psychotic ones, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're those, 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 there are some psychotic ones, and they're dangerous. They're dangerous, mm-hmm. and they, they ain't going to let nobody, they ain't going to let nobody get near uh, their father, and they're going to feel rejected, you know, and then they're going to act out. And they're going to do some things mm-hmm. and cause some problems, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, 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 put some, um, what you call it, uh, take some uh, 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 dental floss and um, tie one end for um, one, one pole on the stairs and the other end on the other pole, you know, hopefully she'll fall down the stairs, you know, but she won't be able to see that dental floss, you know. You know, just doing all, you know, crazy things. You know, wreck the car and stuff like that. Oh, I didn't do it. I wasn't driving the car. She did it. And, 
you know, and run up the credit card and all of that. And, and then, you know, if he takes that stuff away from her and say, well, you, we, we got to start spending so much, then she's really going to turn into Linda Blair. That's all mm-hmm. I got to say. You heard me of, uh, <laughs> that remind me of some of those um, Lifetime movies. Kind of like one, I I remember one, it was like daddy's perfect little girl. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Now in that one, now in that one, she really did go overboard and over the top. She She definitely did because she was worried about, okay, you have this new person coming in. Hold on. I don't know what to do. I want to make sure that I'm secure. I don't know what to do. How should I prepare? How do I react to this? I don't know. That's like when I was telling um, Mr. Uh, AKA previously about that they have some like TV shows that, you know, it's like TV shows for entertainment. And then it does go to like real life because I like to listen to um, like, podcast and then they have stuff on like with investigation discovery or oxygen and my point is I was telling them about they have this show where it was like evil twins where it's like true stories about twins mm-hmm. that was committing crimes together oh, wow. so they have a lot of they have a lot of these things that um that is based off of true stories so although that mm-hmm. sounds absurd and outlandish but it is very possible that somebody could go on the other side of things. Yeah, well, let me look at uh, so, so it's very um, important. Give me some of those names again, you know, so you know, so I can, you know, you know, so I can uh, get, get a few tips. Just kidding. <laughs> well, I know so I that was specifically it was called uh, Daddy's Perfect Little Girl. I remember that one. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. And then I know it's I know it's about two more that I've seen. Well, another one that's kind of weird, but it's not specifically kind of like what you mentioned, but it was like the orphan. Okay, so it was like it was mm-hmm. an orphan who she had a complex about. Okay, well, I don't want to spoil the movie in case somebody hasn't seen it, but I'm trying to word it. Okay, so in the movie The Orphan, the orphan isn't who you think that she is, but she is protective and obsessive over her father. So whether it's her father, her new father, adoptive father, it doesn't matter. She's very possessive over him. And she does some things that she has no business doing. But that one is a different spin. It's called The Orphan. But they're actually supposed to be coming out with The Orphan 2, I heard. And it's supposed to be, I believe, the same actress. So that might be something interesting for those who like to listen to, like, the true crime podcast. It's kind of like, it's like something just fiction, but it has just enough of that believability aspect aspect where you could be like, okay, this could really happen. Oh, okay. Um, I have one question, one more question, and this question is for you, Amethyst. Um, I was listening mm-hmm. to um, 
uh, um, OG Radio, and um, he mentioned tonight that um, doing this type of um, uh, show, um, he mentioned that you're not you're not a newbie. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, this and is true. I'm, Actually, that is that that is true. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So, um, um, yeah, I just tell you that you you know you seem like you're well put together. Um, you know you you know your facts and you know the way you uh, you know carry yourself and um, you know the questionnaires and um, you know the responses that 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 you've been giving um, have been on point. You know, I have been awesome and. Um, you know, and I just could just tell that, um, you know, that um, you're not, you know, not new at this game. And I just wanted to give mm-hmm. you a shout out. Um, and if anyone is listening, please call Thank in you. to OG Radio. It. Give Amethyst a shout out. She's doing a very good job um, tonight, um, you know, sitting in for um, from OG Radio. And um, I just keep saying OJ, but anyway, you know what I mean. Um, she's sitting here um, <laughs> and, she, and she's doing, uh, I think she's doing an awesome job. And if anyone out there, you know, is um, listening, um, you guys just need to give a shout out and support the radio station. Um, you know, Chicago, hello, wake up, wake up, wake up. You need to support the radio station and, you know, and call in and, you know, and um, get interviews and um, keep sending in, you know, your, um, you know, you know, your questions. It could, it could be about, it could be about anything, you know, except for murder. I think they're going to be doing that one. But uh, anyway, yeah, you know, just um, call me and, you know, um, just, you know, just all type of fun topics and just, you know, you know, we need to get together and support the black community. You heard it here. This Miss D. I said it and I'm going to say it again. Where are people at? Know y'all out there somewhere, and I know know y'all listening. Don't be scared to call in. You can be anonymous. I ain't scared. That's why I let you know I'm Miss D. I ain't trying to be where well, I was anonymous at first, but but then I said, no, nah, let me just you know say I'm I'm, you know, I'm Miss D. So um, with mm-hmm. that being said. Um, you know, I just like to know I appreciate the work that you know that you're doing, and um, you know, keep up the good work. And we hope you know more people you know would um, call in and get the word out. Or, you know, send your stories, send your questions, send your whatever you have a bad day or whatever. Call into the show, and I'm you know I'm pretty sure you know that they'll get get it together and be able to um, uplift you in uh, some kind of way. Um, you know, um, you know, mm-hmm. this is a nice show flavorful, um, you know, kind, and, you know, they like to crack jokes and act crazy and have fun and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I would like to give a shout-out again to OG Radio and Amethyst. And I'm going to sign off, and I will call be calling you guys again real soon. Okay, thank you, Ms. D. Thanks for calling, and thanks for the laugh that you always bring and for supporting the radio show. 
Always, always. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your Friday and have a good night. Oh, this is still Friday. Oh, this Friday? I thought it was Saturday. My bad. Okay, so it's so it's, it's not midnight yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll be talking to you soon. And um, what up, OG? You I don't you ain't on the radio right now, but um, telling Miss B said what up. Okay. Talk to I you later. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, so I'm going to go into question number two for the caramel. What's your scoop reply segment? And then we're going to get back to the music. So the topic is a big lie. Or a little lie. I received a submission from Brandon. Brandon, what's your scoop? Hey, Amethyst, I messed up big time. I took my ex, who was also my baby mama, Christmas shopping for our daughter. The problem is that I didn't tell my current girlfriend and baby mama about it. At the time, I didn't think it was a big deal. She doesn't ask much of me. Well, you see what happened was they were the best of friends. And I came between them while on a breakup. I realize now that I should have never came to my now girlfriend for advice about my first baby mama in the first place. Thinking back, the best thing would have been to seek answers from a preacher or someone who would have not been biased. Better still, I should have talked to my ex first and foremost. We could have found a way to solve the issue, which was very small anyway. My first baby mama told me we should always discuss our issues. I never did. I think I was protecting myself and not them. I felt so guilty for what I did, even though it was unintentional. However, they may have issues with each other, but never with the kids. I'm a good father to both my kids. Amethyst, I don't know how to break the news to my girl about what I did. I care about the mothers of my kids. I know I have lied before, and there's no way she would trust me again and forgive me. What's really going on with me? I'm torn. Please tell me what I should do. Dear Brandon, OMG. This doesn't seem to be such a huge problem. First of all, lies and deceit is bad, and it hurts all parties involved. No one wants to be on the receiving end of an untruth or series of untruths. First of all, what is the reason behind your lie? Are you feeling like the man in the middle? It sounds like you knew what you did was not right. I think that it is not what you did, but more how you did it is what's causing these guilty emotions. 
I think spending that quality time may have brought old feelings to the surface. You should not have to lie and speak untruths about loving your children. That is commendable. However, the situation you created is very complex. I feel you are feeling a little guilty because you participated in ripping the bandage off of your ex and now girlfriend's friendship due to your interference. Brandon, you need to fix yourself first before you can fix anyone else. I think you should at least let your current girlfriend know that you have something to confess, but you need time. Ask her to be patient with you. Assure her that it isn't too devastating, but that she may or may not be upset about it. Once you do that, I believe all the answers will come to you. Also have a conversation with your first baby mama as well, because it seems like she suggested for you to tell your significant other the truth, so she is not trying to sabotage anything. Listen, work on your communication. And remember, the kids are half-siblings and deserve to know each other. Do it for the kids first, then yourself, and the mothers of your children collectively. Get this off your chest soon to avoid any future conflicts. From what you described, I don't see why spending family time with your other family would be an issue, unless something took place that you did not mention. I truly believe that the moms will come together for the children because they appear to be mature enough to do so. Brandon, work on yourself and forgive yourself. Meditate, pray, and seek guidance. Remember the three L's, love, live, and let go. So now we're going to continue with the music. Yes, it is Friday, and you know what that means. So next we have Jay Carter, No Kelly. Roll it. No Kelly, we rollin'. Buddy left the club with me about four o'clock in the morning. If you know I'm smokin', I'm rollin' up that potent. She say she can't tell her man because she knows she bogus. We rollin', we rollin'. No Kelly, we rollin'. Buddy left the club with me about four o'clock in the morning. If you know I'm smokin', I'm rollin' up that potent. She say she can't tell her man because she knows she bogus. Oh, seven steps, I'm straggled. She'll make a spot. Ain't worried about shit, cuz we're buying that thing cop. Trey Five, nigga, that's my main block. But I'm protected in my city like I am Barack. It's going down, bad boy, young jock. Number one rule is we don't talk to cops. We don't talk to cops. But I talk to thoughts like little buddy Miss Cotter, no rock. No she rock. say I'm Keisha, nice to meet you, and I like to shop. Like hold to on, shop. hold on, baby, don't you baby, go there. Don't you go like take you on trips because I got a show there. Two, three, you see me, Mike Jordan, and I am the owner. Girl, like my Marley Loud Pack, I'm smelling like a stoner. Like we roller, we rolling. No Kelly, we rollin'. Buddy left the club with me about four o'clock in the morning. And she know I'm smokin'. I'm rollin' up that potent. She say she can't tell her man because she knows she bogus. Got 
gone and busted open for a real nigga. Not going with attitude, cause I ain't gonna deal with you. I'm trying to be real with you. Don't wanna deal with you. Do shit like fuck you, then get higher than the hill with you. Packed all of my arms. It's girls all in my bed. It's bullets all in my gun. Don't get your body filled with that lead. Video talking about bread. Long hair talking about dreads. And if she thinks she getting some, kill yourself that shit dead. Now she focused. She focused. Mad a little bitch focus. Pulled out my magic stick, then she turned the hocus pocus. Now I'm poking, I'm poking. Facebook, I'm poking, now I'm poking. I'm stroking, she love the motion in my ocean. But I'm noting and I'm smoking. I'm rolling up that potent. She say she can't tell her man because she knows she bogus. She saw me in the club and she know a nigga be posted. Had on OGCJM attire, couldn't help but notice that we rolling, we rolling. No Kelly, we rollin', but he left the club with me about four o'clock in the morning. I see no one smokin', I'm rollin' up that potent. She say she can't tell her man because she knows she bogus. We rollin', we rollin', no Kelly, we rollin', but he left the club with me about four o'clock in the morning. I see no one smokin', I'm rollin' up that potent. She say she can't tell her man because she knows she bogus. Welcome back to OG Radio. I'm your host, Amethyst. Again, if you are interested in calling in to chat, the number is 516-666-9826. I'm going to play one more song, and we will be back with the other topics for the Caramel What's Your Scoop Reply segment. So next, we have Adrian Wedding Cake. Like a 
You are now tuned in to the Caramel Reply with Anastasia. What's your scoop? Welcome back to OG Radio. I'm your host tonight, sitting in for Mr. AKA. And if you missed the first half of the Caramel What's Your Scoop Reply segment with Amethyst, we are going to go into the second half. So question number three. This topic is, what are the benefits of marriage? Now, this question was submitted by Miss Anonymous. Thank you for your question. To begin, I feel the benefits of marriage will be different for everyone. Everyone has their own ideal structure of what a marriage should be. Although you may see some similarities, I think it all boils down to the individual. Some of the benefits of marriage is long-term commitment. Although marriages may not last forever, the idea is that you see yourself blending your life with someone, which is a big step. Marriage can provide emotional and financial security. Having someone who accepts you through the good and bad. By financial security, I mean having a spouse can improve your credit scores. You may be able to be become a homeowner sooner or have the means to start your own business or be able to take out a loan because collectively your credit may be stronger. On the other hand, your spouse may be a part of a union and their health care may provide more coverage than the one that you have on your own, which would be a plus because that would be one less bill 
that you have to worry about because most disagreements in marriages typically tend to revolve around finance. I would even go as far as to include common law marriages into this discussion because they often share bank accounts. Um, Usually if they rent, they make sure that both of their names are on the lease. Um, If something would happen to you, you have this person who would be like your advocate or if you have a will or if something happens to you, this person will already become the legal guardian of your children. For example, if you have kids that are not your wife or your husband legally, they will become the guardian over these children which could possibly limit children from going into foster care. So there are several benefits of marriage. But another one is stability is also good. In this instance, sometimes people's lives are less stressful when they have a stable partner who can help them stay on top of things. It keeps the dynamic of the household stable. Next, I received a question from Mrs. Anonymous number two, I should call her. This is question number four. And the topic is, why does it seem as though I only attract men who are in a relationship already? What might I be giving off or doing that attracts these men. Personally, I don't think you are doing anything wrong. If you meet someone and they are not upfront with you about your relationship, it is not your fault. Sometimes people see something they want and lie to secure it. As long as you ask the right questions and relate to the potential mate, your convictions, then you should respect yourself enough to to adhere to your own demands. You are human with human emotions, feelings, and vulnerability. If someone approaches you for a real, true relationship and you are straightforward and honest, then he should be too. Ask the right questions and hope for the best. Don't beat yourself up because if you ask and you are told, I am not in a relationship, You have no proof if it is the truth or a lie. Don't move too fast. Take it slow and look for some red flags. If they are always late or cannot call until a certain time of the day or they only want to meet you at your place, then check into this situation very quickly. Lead with your mind and not with your heart. Some men can be slick, and they play the game very well. But trust your instincts and do your homework. Just be cautious and take your time and not rush. Have a list of your likes and dislikes, what you will accept or not accept. Also, get inside his head and try to figure out what he wants and to be able to learn about his past relationships. I would even go as far as asking, why are you looking for a mate? When you can, just talk, 
talk and talk some more. Don't take on the responsibility of blaming yourself. You cannot take the blame for something that you have no control over. Just be mindful of your own emotions and protect your heart at all costs. Also remember to be honest with yourself. To be secure in what you are looking for and what you want. Make sure that the energy that you are putting out there is that you are confident, that you know who you are, and you won't back down for anything less. By being self-assured, this will also create this positive vibe that if someone might think about trying to play games with you, maybe they'll think twice because your confidence will be so strong that they can feel it from across the room. Lastly, remember, if someone is not truthful to you, then that is definitely not the person for you. So we're going to go back to the music. Again, you are also listening to OG Radio. And then lastly, the topic that I'm going to talk about will be how to be able to tell if you could potentially be dating a seasonist or a seasonista. Yes, I know that seems like a odd terminology, but I'll explain to you exactly what I mean when we come back from this break. Next, I am going to play Bombs by GQ the Fool. Time to cut loose and won't tolerate disrespect. You chicken should have caught a six piece to the chin, love. You can keep the calm or whatever. Great vibes, I gotta be calm or whatever. I keep a roll up of limp balls or whatever. Better keep it together or your melon, I'm a sever. It's time I pop the air mattress. Hit the game with a blitz like playing mad. Swimming mile in the ocean of fornication. From the free like a mic jamming his face, love. Time's up, little bitch. No more free time. Good luck, little bitch. Stepped up to the plate. You can feel the ground shake. Got your girl at attention from the way that I spit. Yes, sir. I'm a king, nothing less. Beast on the beat. I'm a freak with the sex. I hit her a few times, but I never sent a text. You just send her the low when you know what comes next. Uh, still beating on my chest like I'm King Kong. Send her off back to back like ping pong. My unreleased hit be a theme song. The whole crowd sing along when the mic's on. I'm dropping bombs on you bitches Straight to the point like my name's Scotty Pippin Quick off the pivot like Rose Boy, I'm vicious Flow sicker than Mike with the flu, boy, I'm different Play, play, play your position Here for the ring just to be more specific Yeah, I'm here to fuck up the game and I play every quarter You second stringers, niggas just ride the bitch That's on broke All I see is red Lack on the target, I aim for the head Back on my bullet, get it understood That I'm not letting up all that goofy shit dead I'm stepping in the ring if you playing, dog. I'm up next, give a fuck what you saying, dog. Mark my words and I mean a nigga. Back on my bullshit this summer, y'all.
Welcome back to OG Radio. Again, this is Amethyst sitting in for Mr. AKA tonight. And again, a couple of weeks ago, or I'll say about, maybe it was last month, someone requested that they would like to know of five different types of people that you could possibly be dating. So I covered number one and number two previously, which was number one, are you the food guy or food gal? Followed by number two, are you a sugar daddy, sugar mama, or sugar baby? And today, I will touch on number three. Are you a seasonist or a seasonista? And what I mean by this, are you or have you dated someone who notoriously looks for short-term relationships, that they aren't interested in anything that goes beyond a couple of months, a couple of weeks, or even what we would like to call cuffing season, which is generally during the winter-fall seasons. So I could say it might start maybe, I'll say, September to about February, or maybe September to March, something like that. Well, some of the signs that you could tell if you are dating this type of person is, say, for instance, that you like to travel, and maybe you bring up that you would potentially like to go on several trips during the summer. Maybe you want to go on a cruise, you want to do a road trip, followed by another excursion. And every time you bring this up to that person, they either change the subject or they come up with a reason like, um, I don't know, um, I'm not sure that that's someplace that I would like to go. I'm not really interested. Or maybe they'll be like, um, I'm not sure if I can afford it. It's just little subtle things that they say that could be letting you know that they don't see this relationship going any further. So they really have no reason to look towards the future or making plans or if you brought up, so what would you like to do for our anniversary? And then you hear the crickets chirping. That lets you know that either they are a seasonist or seasonista, or they just do not like you to that level. Another example could be, it's like you could tell for cuffing season, for example. If you invited somebody over, so you had a date at home, maybe you want to cook or watch movies, and then you know that it got a little bit too late and you're thinking of that person's safety and then you mentioned, okay, you don't have to go home if you don't want to. You can sleep on the couch, you know, and wait until it's daylight so you won't be traveling, you know, while it's nighttime, you could possibly be in danger because it's crazy out here in this world. But then all of a sudden before you realize it, that night that they first came, they already came prepared to spend the night, although this offer wasn't on the table previously. 
So you might go to the bathroom, and then you realize, this is not my toothbrush. This is not the brand of mouthwash that I use. And this colored towel is not a part of the towels that I have in my bassinet. So then you start to think, or well, you might not think about it initially. Then you think about it, and then you're like, was this planned or pre-planned? And then they might tell you about, oh, next time, maybe we could do the same thing, same time next week. And then when they come over next week, they have more items. They bring the duffel bag. Or they might bring a coat. Or it's really serious when they bring the house shoes. When they bring the house shoes or the rope, they really be trying to, trying to make themselves a permanent staple in your house. Now, outside of just cuffing season, again, somebody could be a seasonist or a seasonista. These are people who long for companionship, but only for the duration that they need it. Because people typically say, for most people that suffer from depression, that the darkest times for depression and like separation anxiety or loneliness is during the winter time because you're stuck in the house and you're cold and you're really not interacting with people this much because when it's below zero, you're not going to want to travel that often. And they don't want to spend certain holidays alone like Christmas, uh, we already had Thanksgiving, then you have New Year's Eve, then you don't want to be alone for Valentine's Day. You don't want to be the person that's like, I hate Valentine's Day only because you don't have a date. So they try to make sure that they have somebody that's secure for these couple of seasons. And also when they have these family gatherings, they don't like to go alone because you had an awkward conversation where your family member always want to ask, um, when are you going to bring somebody? When are, you gonna, when are we going to meet them? Uh, how come you're the only person who's always single? So a lot of times they want to avoid these conversations. So they would date somebody just to be able to get through the holidays or like when you have the office Christmas parties and everyone has a wife or a husband and you don't want to be the odd man out. So you make sure that you come up with the plan where you'll have somebody to accompany you to these events. So I would say that these are a couple of the things that you should look out for. But also, this can happen, too, if you're on, like, a dating app. Because for some dating apps, that it is so many people and so many options that they have, they really don't want to date anybody long term because they'll date you for a couple of months, and then they could go back on a dating app, and they could swipe 10 times, 20 times, 50 times, 60 times, 100 times, and they have so many other options that they could get to. So they don't want to spend so much time on that one person. So this is another example of where you need to make sure that you set your boundaries and you're constantly having the conversation because sometimes people, they make it a habit is where when you first meet somebody and you think that everything that you discuss that they will actually remember things that you do like and don't like. 
So I think that it's something that you need to constantly say to remind them. You need to constantly check in because we we are a part of what's called the ghosting culture. So a lot of times people, that they will ghost you, they will leave you unread. You could have had the so-called best night of your life. Well, it was to you, but the reason why the person ghosted you is because they were a seasonist or a seasonista, and the seasons changed, and you had ran your course. So they, they no longer had a use for you. So I hope that this was helpful for the person who wanted to know about the five different types of people that you could be dating. So for this, I have two more to discuss. And also just for just for dating in general, I would just say that you should really take your time. Really take your time and be sure for what you're looking for because a lot of times people, they make decisions hastily just because they're tired of being alone or they just got out of a relationship and they're in such a hurry that they want to get over that person with someone else or that's the only time that they feel like that they can escape for the world or feel numb is when they dive themselves so hard into a relationship because some people when they get in a relationship they cut off everyone their family members, their friends um, they don't have any time for a chit-chat after work because they just become self-absorbed within that person. So, again, I would like to thank you all for listening to OG Radio tonight. I would like to thank J.R. Smooth and Thomas Ellis for calling in. I would like to thank Miss D for calling in, and I would also like to thank Mr. A.K.A. for letting me host tonight's show. And, again, we will see you next week, and be sure to send in those stories, topics, or questions for the Caramel Reply at the Caramel Reply with Amethyst at gmail.com. Everyone be safe and enjoy the rest of your Friday. And, as always, be safe and be kind and be thoughtful. And then we will see you all next week. Good night.